Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Astrid Carter, Heather Steele, and Lou Huff. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Happy New Year. (laughs) Let's talk first. I'm so excited for I've got so many TV shows and films to talk about. So let's launch straight into what we've been watching. What did everybody watch over Christmas? I actually re-watched a lot of old films and really properly watched them. You know, you can have a film on in the background, you're sort of doing other things. But I really enjoyed Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh, the, best. the absolute mm. classic and watched it from beginning to end nonstop and absolutely loved it. Also rewatched La La Land, which I... oh it just makes me so happy. I know I don't you... know how it makes you happy. It, it makes, makes me so, so angry. Just hang on, spoiler alert. So if, if you haven't um watched it then have you cover been, your ears. Where have you been? Where have yeah, you been yeah. and cover your ears? I think it's literally the saddest film ever. It is really sad, the ending. It just felt so robbed by the ending. Me too. Yeah. But it was just a bit more real and I liked it and they had that mutual respect for each other and it was kind of what would have been and they knew what it would have been but they would have been so amazing they would have they would have but Mm. i really enjoyed it okay also oh the strictly christmas special oh i didn't actually see it so good oh no that's not true i did watch it sorry i missed the final but i did see the christmas special it was really Mm. really good aston finally getting the yeah respect and the votes he deserves yeah yeah he was robbed what he was in the series no he was in the last series and was voted out so early early. he is like one of the best answers that the competition's ever had and he was voted out in week like five or something last year but he won the Christmas special this year yeah I did eat that's good but I think the most exciting thing was Les Mis yes anyone else watch Les Mis I didn't watch it I'm sorry. watching it I'm underwhelmed <gasps> what so how many have you seen I saw last night so oh, two oh you have well. so yeah. I've only seen the one okay Lou oh my god I loved last night I was like on the edge of my seat so what do you like about it I think the acting is phenomenal. Oh, oh yeah, agree. They've got a great cast. So, sorry, we're talking about the BBC adaptation yes, now, right? Sorry, so no singing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there were a few points where I was like, oh, this could do with a song. And then I would sort of sing the song in my head. And, <laughs> and then afterwards, actually, very cleverly, they'd put the original on straight after at 10 o'clock. And I tuned in to watch a bit of that. And I was actually like, this singing is shocking. <laughs> so I really did They enjoy cast it. some people who really can't sing in that film. Yeah. I didn't see the film. Oh, you did fair, not miss much. But no, yeah. that's the I one with like Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, <laughs> like, Russell Crow. no offense, you cannot sing. sing. He makes Pierce Brosnan in Mamma Mia <laughs> sound good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was another one I watched. Yeah, Mama that's Mia. I just had to write that down. Whoever said that Mamma Mia 2 was a good film? It was no probably the yeah. worst no, film I've ever seen. It is, I agree, it's the worst film I've ever seen. And like, <laughs> Lou and I love musicals. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, cringe, don't break into song. And like, if you love musicals and you're thinking that, you know something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I adore Lily James. I think she's amazing. But yeah. I just... 
did not enjoy it. Did you read her style cover interview this weekend? No. Yeah, it's worth a read. She's. Re- I really like her. I love, really, I really like her. I've got it. I want to be with her. Um, sorry, so Les Mis. Yes, Les Mis. Uh, not enjoying it? No, I don't know why. I think maybe because I do know the story really well, it's kind of, there's not as much sort of, oh, what's going to happen mm. or tension. I don't know. I think for me that I've, I don't think I've got anything against BBC period dramas, but they just all feel a bit similar to me. Mm, I don't I find that. it very exciting necessarily, but I'll continue watching, but I'm kind of only really watching it because it's on on a Sunday night yeah. rather than I'm like really excited about mm. it. We are finding it a bit jarring that they're speaking English and I know there are plenty of adaptations of things that are set in other countries where they speak in English, but with TV shows like Narcos, for example, where, um, you know, it's obviously so realistic because it's it's authentic mm-hmm. and they're speaking the same language, it's, it's really hard to now buy people speaking in like cockney accents as like working class french people like it's that you know they've tried to really like prescribe the right accents onto people depending on their class but it doesn't translate yeah. because you know just because you're from up north in england you probably aren't from up north in france and it's, yeah. i don't know i'm just finding that really hard to get my head around the people in the background as well are always chattering in french as well yeah. which i think is a, like they're obviously doing that on purpose to kind of remind you yeah but yeah it's a bit strange my other feeling was that so lily collins plays fontaine doesn't she and, and she's at the end of the first one she's left by the guy who leaves her and, and if you know lame is you know that it's like pretty much all downhill from there mm-hmm. for her and i just don't like the idea that well like, i know when i watch the next episode it's just going to be this whole long miserable slog where she's dying and you know and she's it's all like i dream to dream sadness and i'm not sure i can put myself through that emotionally knowing what's coming it, it is yeah it is, it is really brutal yeah. but i think it's actually incredible and almost like i think sometimes in the musical you really miss the narrative behind what's happened mm-hmm. and she really goes on this amazing journey and I think she's actually incredible in it Lily Collins Mm. so maybe I'm not attached enough to the original that I can then really enjoy Mm. a new adaptation for it I'm gonna keep going I'll see. Yeah, How many I passed it. Five or six? I, I thought eight. Not yeah, eight. Six or eight? Maybe I'll make it to eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eight's quite a lot. What about everybody else? Heather, what did you watch over the Christmas period? I watched the ABC Murders just because our family were all kind of shoved in one house for a few <laughs> nights. And yeah, it was just something we could all do. But again, it was all right. Like, I love what Agatha it, Christie. So it was the one that had John Malkovich in playing mm-hmm. Poirot. And it was good. But I don't know. I wasn't that impressed with the kind of Christmas TV this year. That, there wasn't yeah. really anything I was really excited by apart from that. And then that was kind of, you know, fine. But oh, I don't shame. know. Yeah, wasn't really into it this year. Astros? A bit like you, Lou, I just watched loads of the old classics. But there's one film I watched which is not Christmassy at all and pretty heavy going but worth mention on amazon prime called journeyman has anyone seen it no it's no. got um pally constantine and jodie whittaker who are two of my oh, absolute yeah. favorites she's, amazing. she's insane and he is absolutely incredible in this film so they're a married couple he plays a boxer and it's his last fight and you can really tell that she's so happy that it's his last fight and anyway after the fight he goes home and suffers a major uh, brain in- injury I'm pretty um, sure it's a true story. I think it yeah. might be. Like, I, rem- I remember hearing an interview with the writer who also directed it. So, Paddy um, Constantine, well, that's Paddy Constantine. Yeah, yeah. So he, he wrote the screenplay um, and then he directed it. It's his directorial debut. But he's amazing in it and it just kind of sh- uh, goes through his journey of struggling with his marriage. But they've got a new baby and just how his whole life kind of turns around. But definitely worth watch. Oh, I love um, films like that. It's emotion. like, it's so emotional. There's one scene in it which, like, me and my boyfriend were watching it and we both went, <gasps> 
Ooh. Like literally out out loud. I don't I don't want to go into it. What's it called the journeyman? Game away. The journeyman. Yeah, Amazing. on Amazon Prime. Well, I've done a few cinema trips. I went to see Mary Poppins. Have you seen it yet? Yes. It is so good. I literally loved every second of it. And like, obviously Emily Blunt plays the title role, so that's been what the focus is about. But I honestly found her a bit irrelevant to the whole thing. What makes it amazing is the singing and the dancing and the whole kind of production of it. The special effects are incredible. Just everything about it is a kind of feast for the ears and the eyes. And you know when you come away from something on such a high... And I just, I can't remember leaving the cinema feeling like that for years. Oh. So yeah, I just, I loved it. I thought she was amazing. Yeah. Um, I thought she, she had like a bit more sass, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, than, apparently um, she's quite a different Mary Poppins. Like she's quite a bit full of herself and quite vain. So she, like she's um, always kind of like looking in mirrors and. Yeah. I had an interview with Emily Blunt where she said that she read all the books because there's quite, there's a big series of yeah. books, right? So she, as research, read all of them. And so actually based this character a lot more on the Mary Poppins that yes. you see throughout the books. So I think that actually is quite, true to the literary Mary Poppins yeah. but maybe yeah. different to the Julie yeah. Andrews one we know but you didn't rate Lin-Manuel Miranda did you? I, I didn't love him I think his accent I struggled with a little <laughs> bit and because I am obsessed with Hamilton I found it hard to like there's one bit where he does a song which is very similar to like a Hamilton-esque mm-hmm. song and I couldn't almost detach him from that but he was good I, he was good but the star for me was Emily Blunt definitely yeah and I thought the kids were just yeah, amazing so they're so talented also saw The Favourite yes. last night I saw that last week what did you think I loved it I thought it was really good what did you love about it well the three leads were all incredible I, I don't know I just liked all of it I thought it was really funny even just the camera angles with like the fish I lens yeah and weird and the drone of, and, yeah lots yeah. of people stomping up and down corridors yeah the script yeah, I really like the director. He's directed two of my other favourite mm-hmm. films, The Lobster and Dogtooth. But this was completely different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still, I think if anyone else had tried to do it, it just wouldn't have had the same effect at all. Yeah, there's something incredibly modern about it, despite the fact that it's set in whenever it's set. Yeah, I, I have no idea. 18 something. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's got all the components that make a great film, like amazing cinematography and incredible acting and actresses and yeah, script and storyline and everything. But his style is completely weird. Like I haven't seen yeah. Dog Tooth, but I have seen The Lobster. So like I, I knew it would be kooky and odd. I remember having this with Birdman a few years ago. Yeah. You think you're going into a film that is like, in inverted commas, normal, mm-hmm. a conventional film. And then it's something that's so different and kind of quite arty. And if you're not like really familiar with like different mediums of film, it can be a little bit jarring or not I'm not used to watching yeah. that kind of thing no I can imagine it yeah. not being enjoyable in yeah that, that it exactly might be if it was more kind of traditional right I thought done. it was amazing and I really appreciated all those things but did I enjoy those two hours I'm not sure I don't yeah I know you, I know exactly what you're saying I don't yeah. think so but yeah I mean incredible acting from, yeah from all three women and so refreshing to watch something where it's all about it, the women yeah, yeah, yeah the men are, yeah. are pretty irrelevant really aren't they um, I'm really excited to see it I was hoping to go this weekend but it was sold out everywhere really yeah really? I'm so, really yeah. shocked because I know it's got like a great cast and everything but all his other films have done well but no one's really given much of a shit and but all of a sudden. And I really think it is just because of the casting. It's the fact that Olivia Coleman is playing that main yeah. part and everyone finds her so relatable yeah. and so mainstream. She's really like the woman of the moment, isn't yeah. she? Totally. And then the two others, Rachel Weisz and right. Emma Stone are so yeah. loved. Exactly. But yeah, totally. I mean, Rachel Weisz is in The Lobster as well, isn't yes. she? Um, and yeah. Olivia Coleman She's is great. as well. Oh yeah, she is, you're oh, right. Yeah, yes, yeah, she is, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think because Olivia Coleman, you know, plays the main character and because she's playing the queen and obviously yeah. they're so different <laughs> in The Crown, you know, a completely different ball game. but I think you kind of make the connection in your head yeah. and 
think it's one thing, but it's actually very yeah. different. It's also very different. excited about Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah, yes, yeah. it looks so yeah. good. I feel like I've been waiting ages because they had the premiere weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, it came out in the States way before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, I'm like, it's set in yeah. England yes. and Scotland. We should watch yeah. it first. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I love when really beautiful actresses are made to look ugly and like take on a way grittier role like I feel like Margot Robbie this will be kind of the making of her if yeah. she's not already made if that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other one I'm so excited for is Vice Kristen Bale's playing Dick Cheney yeah, and so he won a Golden Globe for it last night actually and it looks incredible oh, what's I his... haven't heard of that oh my god it looks so it good looks what's good. his name <laughs> Sam Rockwell is playing George W. Bush the trailer came on before the favourite last night and it's like impression is unfair because obviously you know he's acting the part but my god is he lifelike as, as George W. Bush and it just looks so like sassy and yeah. fun, and it's. I mean, the the trailers like, how did the worst person in the world become the most powerful person in the world? Like, it just looks. It oh, looks so it's good. It's gonna be yeah, good. It's I'm really excited. Good. I absolutely love trailers. Like going to the cinema That's and one just. One of my favorite bits. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my buddy talking to me the whole way through. And I, was like, I was like, shut up. <laughs> it's a bit. Yeah. When they're so well curated for this type of thing, like mm. when I saw Mary Poppins, it was all the Disney remakes which yes. are coming out this year. By which the is... way, Dumbo. Did you see the trailer for that? Yeah. Why would you? ever go and see <laughs> that, that film that elephant looks terrifying oh, no, so oh, sad oh, oh the tra- so I cried in the trailer oh, I, I'm not gonna there's no way I can see that I mean it's all about the Lion King oh. I haven't yeah, seen but anything I feel like they that. don't need to remake it it was oh, so it's so good but the original but the CGI it just looks yeah. incredible and Beyonce is Nala like yeah that's yeah. cool yeah, that, that is cool. cool I've also watched a few things on Netflix over um, the Christmas break I watched the Ellen special I think it was good so I don't find Ellen funny. I like her show because I like the guests, but I don't find her laugh out loud funny. But I had an hour-long internal flight on holiday, so I was like, okay, perfect. And the first kind of 10 minutes, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, classic Ellen. It is so funny, the rest of it. Like, there's actually not a lot that I've really laughed out loud to. And it is so funny. It's so, it, it's just... So what is it? Like a one-off? It's, it's a one-off special. I think so, it's her first stand-up in 20 years. Yeah, oh, she hasn't done stand-up. stand-up. Yeah, so it's okay. a stand-up special. You know how they often do that with, with different comedians. And it's called Relatable. So so she starts by talking about how she decided she was going to go back to stand up and then a friend said like mm, but Ellen are you still relatable and then she goes on to talk about like her wealth and like you know as I strolled through my 500 foot bathroom I did think oh I am relatable like I just didn't get it to start but then you know how the best comics are those who just pick up on the kind of minutiae of life and uh, you know are so true I don't want to overreg it because it to me it wasn't partly it was a nice surprise that made it so funny but I really really laughed out loud a lot I think she really nailed it so, 2019, what is everyone looking forward to watching? My biggest one is Star Wars, which is coming out at the end of the year. I'm I didn't know a, you were a, a Star Wars a fan. massive Star Wars fan. I didn't know that, no. Yeah, I was brought up watching the film, so yeah, I'm mega excited about that. But away from that, there's loads of things that are kind of like the end of Game of Thrones oh. this year, which I'm super excited about. And we've been made to wait a long time. Such a long mm-hmm. time. I think they're doing hour and a half episodes this time as yeah. well, so there are fewer episodes, but they're longer. So that'll be exciting. I wish I'd got into Game of Thrones because I feel like it's such you a thing can. and people get no there's way too much no 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 no, no. Like, do it not watch any do it I promise you no, you will not yeah, regret it amazing. just do it and they're not long series either they're like 10 episodes a season I reckon it's a big budget if you also, started now you can definitely sure like watch it, it all much. by April you can, trust me like I'm the least into fantasy ever I don't, I've never seen a Star Wars or a Star Trek or a Lord of the Rings or anything like that but like my god Game of Thrones is so it's good just, it's just normal kind of politics yeah. between yeah, family yeah. and people but just with sort of 
cool the old dragon stuff. Yeah. stuff yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And then just things, Catastrophe, the final season starts tomorrow. So it will have gone out by the time this goes out. But just from there, just Line of Duty, True Detective, Mindhunter, have all got new series coming out this oh, year. Gosh, so I'm getting ready to binge, basically. Well, that's the thing you can look forward to. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. basically <laughs> sitting in my pants watching telly. <laughs> Lou? Mine's The Crown, which I hope does come this year. Yeah, yeah that's going to be mean, a good I year. literally can't wait. I, every season I have enjoyed so much and was nervous about the new casting because I think you get a bit of an attachment but Olivia Coleman's so fantastic so I think that'll be great but I think I'm going to have to like try and steady myself because often with the Netflix there is the, the worry that you're just going to binge it and yeah. it's over before you know it so um, that's I think why I like The Bodyguard so much because you had to wait yes. a week and you know he won a Golden Globe yeah, yeah so well. pleased yeah, for yeah, him yeah, yeah. TV wise mine is Peaky Blinders I actually re-watched the last series over Christmas my boyfriend hadn't seen it and I just love it so much it is by far my favourite TV show I've never seen it um, yeah, I, need to, I watched like bits with Ben because Ben was watching it so I like watched bits of but his but like, I really so yeah, much happens in. in every episode yeah. that it was like still so nice to watch it back because mm. I'd forgotten so many things I think the trailer's out but they haven't released a date yet but very excited for that and cinema-wise, Rocketman. Yeah. Yes. Literally cannot oh wait. God, oh, cannot buzzing. Wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. Okay, well, I am buzzing for New Stranger Things as well. I yes. cannot wait. Yeah, it's, it is a bit of a sci-fi year, actually, because that with Game of Thrones. And also The OA, which I love so yeah, much. so yeah. the second series is coming back. But oh. yeah, but they're being so elusive about it. Like, no one knows when, and they haven't committed, and... Britt Marling, who writes it, wrote this whole thing on Instagram about like why it takes them longer than yeah. those things to produce. But anyway, it's one of those it series that left you wanting more so badly. So yeah, just amazing. And also Friends from College is back on a smaller no note. Way. Yeah, which... That's so strange. I was literally thinking about that yesterday. Really? I was um, like, oh no, they only ever did one yeah, series no. and I What's loved that? it. Where you what that? It? We loved it. Like, the, maybe it was, was it, it last was, year or the year before? It must have been the year before. It was yeah. quite Marmite. Like, yeah. we, me and Charlotte loved it. And um, we wrote a piece about it, about how it was kind of like, if you grew up watching Friends, okay. you'll love this, because it's that kind of Oh my God, but it's, no, but it is it's nothing, nothing like, like Friends. nothing like yeah. Friends. But the fact that it centers around this friendship group, who all met in college, obviously, um, and what they've gone on to do. Uh, it's American. It's, it's American, but it's really modern. Like, I remember everything about, particularly the cinematography, mm. was really, it felt really fresh. And you know how Netflix, it, it does that so well. It felt like a really kind of, relevant more production. sophisticated production yeah it's yeah. not like candle after or anything it's like not that fine, it's, not fine. <laughs> um, it's, it's not black, it's, it's black, black comedy, comedy for sure yeah. and, and it's on netflix yeah, yeah. Is, oh, the, yeah. is the first one on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an i'll give that a watch so it sounds good it's the kind of thing you'll watch in two nights but it's friends yeah. in college friends, friends, with, from, friends co- yeah, from college friends from college and that's back this fr- i think it was friday the 11th Obviously, we've all had a lovely amount of time off so i want to hear about everybody's christmas how were the holidays so nice so chilled actually feels like ages ago now mm, um, yeah it does because we're recording this on Monday so we've been back in the office for a few days but it was really nice super chilled I think having 10 days off is a really long time I actually had days where I did nothing and I think if you take holiday and do nothing you feel really guilty about it but yeah I sat on the sofa most of the time yeah that was my Christmas as well yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping on various sofas and floors as well but no it was nice to yeah, have a proper break. Yeah, so nice. And I think it's the only time of the year that people really shut off and you don't feel guilty about not checking your emails because when you're on holiday, you still kind of dip in and out. Such luxury to have that time off. What was the best bit for everybody about being at home, apart from no emails? 
Oh, unlimited cheese for me, <laughs> to be honest. I ate so me much too. cheese, which I don't usually buy it because I will eat it. But yeah, every day at about 9pm, there was sort of a, an array of cheese to eat, which was great. I've actually quit the cheese for the New Year Have because you? I was, I mean, I binged. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, had, I developed a Stilton problem over <laughs> the holidays and yeah, it's got to go. I think, you know how everyone's got like the one thing that they can see on their stomach? It's Stilton. <laughs> <laughs> How was um, your holiday, Charlotte? You oh, were off somewhere so nice. slightly more adventurous. Um, yeah, I've had three weeks off over Christmas, which I haven't had since university. Since yeah, that was well working. played. Your so days well off. played. Um, yeah, so I came back feeling, I feel like a new person actually coming back to work. And yeah, it was really lovely. Thank you. And I got back from holiday on Christmas Eve. So I actually, I've had like two, it feels like two holidays. Two holidays. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was away. I really recommend it for everybody going on holiday on like the 12th of December because it's just so much time and then to have the added bonus as you were saying of time off at home which I never have I know some people often have holiday days left over in December so use them to just chill but I'm always guilty of using all of mine so to just get yeah those kind of precious four or five days just at home and you we were talking the other day weren't we actually about like getting admin done and like having time to do things like sort out a drawer or like yeah. call the bank yeah. or you know all those little things that are just so hard to fit into your working life that you actually get done over Christmas and so. also having time when you actually don't do anything my boyfriend always says to me like you never actually stop like even when you're laying on the sofa you'll be on your phone you'll be checking your emails you're like sorting something out I never just really completely switch off mm. and I feel like I did that loads over Christmas it's so true having said all of that I actually wasn't ready to come back like the night before work this classic Sunday night blues on a Tuesday but actually after about 10 minutes here I was like oh I'm, I'm actually really glad yeah. to be back and back into routine and kind of back to a bit of normality because you do lose a sense of like reality <laughs> during that time don't you yeah especially when you're away traveling to see family and stuff over Christmas like it's so lovely for those few days but yeah sometimes you just want like your own home comforts your own space Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And um, how did everybody celebrate New Year's Eve? Pub round the corner, which was, yeah, fun. I didn't get too carried away either, which was great. So didn't feel horrid when I came in on the second. I felt quite fresh. So I was quite proud of myself. (laughs) We were saying when we came back that you almost need the one more day because the first is like a hangover day. So you need the second to get your life in order. And also it just comes up so quickly. Like Mm. in between Christmas and New Year is that kind of no man's land where you're not really sure what day it is. And then suddenly New Year hits. You're like, oh my God, I'm back to work tomorrow. I've done anything. It's so true. It's really quite stressful. In Scotland, the second is a bank holiday. They know how to do it. It haunts us because our Google calendar tells us that. Yeah. 
it's a holiday in Scotland. (laughs) Sadly. Lou, how was the Studio 54? Yeah, really fun. So I normally always stay on on New Year's Eve. I'm not a huge fan, if I'm honest. I always find it a bit of an anticlimax. We were Mm -hmm. invited to this party and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's break out of our comfort zone. And it was so much fun. I think having a theme really worked because we got really dressed up and they had decked the house out to the nines like it was amazing so it's like what did they do because i have a friend who's having a studio 54 party and she needs some inspiration so i don't know what it's called but it's like those gold sheets yep. where everything is yeah has been cut they yeah. were surrounded the whole room wait what do you mean like, like foil fringing like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 but okay full length like could oh, be wow. really tacky in the yeah. hallway but if you like cover the room it's yeah. quite oh, a wow. statement cool and then glitter ball and then they'd got some cool like studio 54 signs that they'd put around the room and then like I don't know how it was, but like one whole wall was a New York skyline. Oh, wow. So wow. Cool. They like yeah. really went for it. So I think it just goes to show when you are planning a party, if you kind of do those added extras, it really does make a difference. And was it a house party or dinner party? House party. House Fun. Party. Yeah. Old school. I haven't had yeah. it Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was at uni, yeah. like a <laughs> house party, although there was champagne, which there wasn't at uni. Ashley, <laughs> what about you? What did you get up to? I just went to a friend's for some drinks and nibbles. It was nothing. Too exciting. That's perfect. Yeah, that was it. Like, we kind of we're tiptoeing around the idea of staying in going out but I think it's nice to do something yeah it is nice to do something I hate staying in what did you do I had a dinner party which I feel like I've talked about very much in the build up but it was so good do you know what for a few years I've actually been saying to me that's the perfect New Year's Eve plan but the last few years it just hasn't worked because friends have been in different places or we've had other plans but this year it came together and we had two couples who were really close with and then we had some friends here from New York as well who joined us so it had the added bonus of it was a kind of social thing because not everybody knew each other yeah. so that was really lovely and then I just think worst comes the worst it's just a nice dinner party yeah. and then yeah. it's an added bonus if you feel kind of New Year's Eve yeah. And, yeah. and like we went to quite a lot of effort like more effort than we normally would for just just having people over for dinner but I think that really paid off as well because that kind yeah. of makes it feel like more of an occasion it was yeah. just so fun and everyone really stayed and then we played ball games after midnight oh, and it was, yeah. yeah it was just and it was really lovely and what time did you eat? this was like a big <laughs> topic a of question. conversation okay. so we question. had everyone arrive for 8.30 which A was really good because it meant we had the whole day to yeah. prep and B we were really conscious of starting too early so yeah. 8.30 and then we probably sat down for starters like probably like 9.30 mm-hmm. and then main course around 10-ish and then like we were all quite drunk so it just it just went really quickly and then I don't think we did dessert till after midnight mm. because it just kind of caught up with us so I definitely say 8 30 and what so did you make okay so we made loads of canapes and then I actually used Alex Head's tip of marmite butter on radishes which it looks so good if you get those fresh radishes in like a big bunch and marmite butter is literally like and it's delicious and then Ben made tuna tartar nice which is really good and I made a risotto because again big debate we wanted something that was kind of A easy to prepare before this might be so boring by the way sorry if it is no (laughs) no I love it something to prepare before (laughs) yeah something we could just kind of heat up at the time and also we have like limited space so we didn't want to do like eight pieces of fish like that so um, I had some veggies anyway so risotto and then we bought Blondie's Kitchen um, Blondie's <gasps> and warmed them up and did them with um, oh, ice cream. My God. So good. Oh, so, um, so yeah, it was great. Really big success. Um, oh, and I will be doing, replicating it next year, hopefully. I'm sure your friends will be pleased. If yeah. Get a second invitation. <laughs> exactly. Back ne- next year. So let's talk about 2018. What was everybody's highlights? Lou, start with you. Mine generally are always travelling and it is going to be that again this year so this year we went to the south of France and we stayed at La Roche Rouge for a few days and then we went up to Antibes and we just stayed in like a 
Airbnb up there. And when we were in Antibes, we went to this lovely restaurant and they gave us some amazing recommendations of what to do. And one was to do this walk around, it's called Billionaire's Bay. And it just was the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen and I realized god I'm getting so old where like (laughs) literally what I've seen is the best day of my life but it was just breathtakingly beautiful and not something that like you see all the time on Instagram and like sometimes I think some holidays you go and you're like okay I've seen this but it was just really beautiful and it was kind of old school like almost like Hollywood glamour and it was just amazing really really cool that how about you nice. i've got two if that's cheating oh, one yeah. was yeah my sister having a baby oh, yeah. which was really cool he's three months old now so i'm like Sweet. in full anti-mode oh. and the second one was yeah my kind of road trip with the girls around california which is obviously a once in a lifetime kind of thing and yeah it was great mega trip loved it have you got more travel planned for this year not really no not yet do the budget on yeah, ex- yeah 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 i gotta do some saving <laughs> but no not really maybe a trip to france as well nice. a friend's dad's just bought somewhere so Good trying to plot best when that happens plot yeah. staying over um, Asher what about you we're all going to sound like broken records but again it's just travelling and also very similar to you Heather mm. I became an auntie for the first time but travel wise I went to Sri Lanka which is somewhere I've wanted to go to for ages and I couldn't recommend it more it is such a beautiful country from the food to the landscape it is insane so yeah, that was definitely my highlight. Well, mine's original. <laughs> I got engaged. Um, obviously, that's a highlight. But also our South America trip at the beginning of last year, uh, where we did Brazil and Argentina. That was like, well, that's also pretty once in a lifetime. I don't think yeah. we'll go back there Amazing. anytime soon. So yeah, that was definitely something I loved about the year. Let's look forward now to 2019. And what's everyone looking forward to? Again, it's travel. I think when you live somewhere that rains all the time and it's cold, <laughs> you really do plan your year around the holidays. The only thing I've got booked at the moment is Florence um, in March. So if anyone's been, please give me tips. It was my mum's Christmas present. So I surprised her on Christmas Day. And my best friend, since I've known since I was four years old, also surprised her mum. And we're going together. Oh, that's sweet. So sweet. Um, I literally can't wait. Florence is really expensive. Actually, I think all of Italy is pretty expensive mm-hmm. these days. I was looking at hotels and it looks quite pricey. So we've actually got a really cool Airbnb, which is really central. Um, I really can't wait to go to the Gucci Gardens. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. amazing. Like in the little Gucci Museum. That's what I'm looking forward to. Fun. And that's quite soon as well. Yeah, you exactly. Wait. Heather, what about you? Mainly, yeah, my best friend's getting married in October. So I've got that. I'm not looking forward to planning the hen do. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come to you guys for tips <laughs> because I haven't organised one in a very long time. Is it here? I think it'll be make in London. It here. Yeah. Trust me, yeah. make it here. Make it here. Yes. London's um, a great city to have a hen yeah. do as well. There's so much to do. Like, I'm from London, as are all my friends, and we still really love yeah. a hen yeah. in London. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, it'll be good. So that, her wedding, yes. And then, yeah, a couple of other sort of weddings. That's it, really. I haven't got anything planned at all. Lou? Yeah, more travel. I'm hoping to go to Lisbon for the first time this year, which I've heard such great things about. And we are hoping to also go to LA maybe at the end of the year um my boyfriend's never been has been desperate so that should be something to look forward to and also just settling into our flat a bit more we bought our first flat this time a year ago I still feel like we've hardly done anything so (laughs) making progress with that basically fun well, mine's a really weird year because normally it, I have got travel. Yours is the most exciting. No, no, it's yeah. exciting. Yeah. It is, but it's um, normally I've got loads of travel to look forward to because we're big planners and we, we always plan trips like really far in advance. So I would always yeah. have, even if we hadn't booked something, we'd have like, you know, what we were planning on doing lined up. But this year I have very, like hardly any travel at all. I'm not going anywhere until 
the end of the year that is vaguely interesting, apart from obviously at New York for the wedding. And I knew that like once it became 2019, it would be like, oh, the wedding's quite seen quite real. But I didn't realize that it would make all the January blues go away. Like it's really weird. I'm not sad or miserable or any of the things I would normally be in January <laughs> because I'm just really excited. And Aww, I didn't realize it would be like flicking so nice. a kind of that's excitement. That's such a nice feeling. Yeah, it's actually so nice. It's like I just go home and I'm like, oh, I'm getting married. <laughs> so that's really nice. And last year it felt just, it was next year and that's a really mm-hmm. long time away, but now it's this year. But I am trying not to hook too much onto like wedding because I know I'm going to be really depressed when it's all over anyway. I want to come away from it being like sad it's over, but this yay, we're married yeah. and not just to be yeah. like all yeah, about yeah. the wedding and to be like Quite married. nice that you split your honeymoon so you're going a bit later. So you have then got that to really look forward to afterwards. Really lovely, but it does mean that I don't have any trips apart from to Mallorca until November. And Mallorca is obviously lovely, but yeah, I like to normally have a bit more going on at the beginning of the year. But anyway, it's fine. I'll just plan my wedding instead. Where are you exciting. going later in the year? Do you know? Uh, yeah, we've booked um, Botswana, Zimbabwe and Mozambique for honeymoon. Amazing. So yeah, that is really exciting, but that's in 11 months time. So like, <laughs> I'll get excited about that in like August. Um, but yeah, no, it is um, really exciting. So let's talk about New Year's resolutions. It's 2019. What's everybody promised themselves that they're going to do, not do? Start doing Astrid. So I always do make a few resolutions, but just kind of silly ones that everyone does. Like last year, I gave up coffee, which I did actually stick to. Yeah. Haven't had a coffee for every year now. Wow, I'm on my third of the day. Yeah, I know. I've had three. And things like writing a diary, not in a kind of journal sense, but just so that you remember stuff that that you do. Because you do so many amazing things, especially in a job like this, like where every day is different. So I do tend to make little resolutions like that. But I think generally new year's resolutions just put a lot of pressure on people and instead of like coming up with all these like amazing things to make yourself a better person that you should do actually just looking back at the year is such a better way of growing and seeing what you could have done differently or what you did do really well and assessing the year so like I literally just sat down and looked through my photos on my phone because you know you can do it by date and you forget how many amazing things you've done in the year even if it's something small like there was a night I went to the Ned with two girlfriends from school who I hadn't seen in ages. We were literally there for like an hour and a half, had a drink. But it was like one of the funnest nights of the year. And just like appreciating like those moments. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's always looking forward to the year and how they can like better themselves. But actually just to reflect a bit and see all the good things that you've done the year before. Yeah, I like that. Heather, what about you? Yeah, my New Year's resolution last year was to keep a diary. And I actually did it, which I was really shocked by. Because I tried doing it years before and kind of got to March and then just forgot about it. But I actually did the full thing. Did you write it like a kind of day diary or just to kind of log? what you'd be doing so it was like a full sort of moleskin page of yeah what I got up to wow. and then every, every day yeah that's amazing so when, what do you do set yourself that. time and you're like I have to do it at this time yeah I tried to do it before I went to bed but by the time I get into bed it's when I like need to collapse mm-hmm. so I mostly ended up doing it on the train oh, the next perfect. morning well, that's a good thing which I quite liked because then I can think and be like oh yes like you're looking at it retrospectively mm-hmm. but yeah I actually managed to do that and yeah like you Astrid I'm so pleased I did it because even over the Christmas holidays I kind of read the whole thing in bits there's so many things that you'd probably forget yeah. happened oh I uh, love that I otherwise mm. there's only a few days so you can try and remember yeah, what happened in yeah. yeah. January uh, yeah so I really enjoyed doing that and I'm going to continue that going forward oh yeah I also quit Instagram and Facebook last year and I was going to rejoin but I haven't done I might do but yeah I had quite a good year off it so I'm just going to continue 
see what happens. I'm sure it's better for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you're doing it the healthy way on, like, the rest of us. Yeah, I'm still, like, a Twitter obsessive. I feel like I need that more for, like, news stuff. Mm. But I don't miss Facebook whatsoever. I, I do miss Instagram, but I've weaned myself off it now, so... We'll see how long I can go without it. Do you it. still have an account and you just deleted the app or you deleted your Yeah, do, Yeah, my, I'm not on it at all, okay. if anyone was to search. But I can <laughs> kind of re launch it if okay. i wanted to but yeah i was planning on doing so at the beginning of the month but haven't done but Ooh. we'll see mainly just because i forgot to be honest it wasn't <laughs> a conscious thing we'll see <laughs> lee what about you weirdly mine is also diary so i used to always write one but i don't think my memory's great and i just find it good to kind of recap and also just do you find it quite therapeutic like i'm a real overthinker and a worrier and sometimes just thoughts just going around in my head and I just need to get them down on paper and then as soon as I've written it almost like I've made the answer from writing it or I've sort of come to some sort of decision in my head so I rather than do it every day because I know I won't I've tried to say every Sunday night I'm going to try and do it as like a recap of what happened in the week so I'm sure there's days when I've got nothing of note so yeah I'm going to try and do that so I did it yesterday but I did find my hand got quite sore (laughs) I don't write that often anymore (laughs) so after a while, I was like, God, this is getting achy. I know. So, I would um, say, if I've missed a few days, like, my hands, like, <laughs> by the end and My handwriting is terrible, and it used atrocious. to be so good. So, hopefully, it will improve. I feel my, my handwriting now is better than it was a year ago okay. when I was reading, like, January oh. last year. Like, what on earth does that say? Whereas now, I feel, yeah. You can type it, though. When I lived in Paris for a year, I did that to make sure I had kept a yeah. track of, what, yeah. of everything I did. Um, and it wasn't a dear diary situation. Yeah. It, was, it was just what I've been up to. But I typed it, and it's really nice because I now have this massive long word document yeah. that's just saved so better find it but that's somewhere. what I'd be worried yeah. about yeah. but you can't you could always print it yeah. and then you just have it all in one place yeah. and it's all kind of tied together so that is yeah. another option should you not be able to read your writing <laughs> as a writer here I do like that option because you can edit it and add stuff in, no you, you can't, can't edit do. it that's not the point of it, <laughs> no, but as in if you remember something you can go to the right bit yeah, yeah. yeah. Also I can't do now also true it's really interesting that you've all come to the same conclusion it didn't even cross my mind at all and it's just interesting how everybody obviously yeah. has their own thing that they that they want to reflect on. I might just to lose some weight for the wedding. Very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Bang on about my wedding some more. <laughs> also, another one I thought is to do more interesting things in London. Sometimes I think I get so like, oh, let's just go for dinner because that's yeah. the easiest thing to do with friends or something. But we live in the most amazing city where literally you can do anything mm. pretty much. Yep. So I want to just try and utilize that a mm. bit more. I think what you were saying before is a really good point about, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, to kind of start again. But I, and I remember we, we had this chat a lot, kind of the beginning of the school year in like September. That is when I absolutely yeah. feel way more like ready and prepared to make changes and, and kind of better mm-hmm. myself than, than now. Like January, we all know why it's like the time that we all decide to do that. But it, it almost feels like halfway through the year I don't know why maybe it is to really? do with school yeah September for me is like right back to yeah, back to the grind on the summer I kind of lose my way a bit and yeah. that is my like right I'm going to do this I'm going to be like this for example if you make resolutions to exercise more to, you know, that kind of thing it's so hard it's so dark in the morning it's so <laughs> dark at night like yeah. September is just a more motivating time to, mm-hmm. to start things fresh I think I think for me because my birthday is in January the years also turn into my ages so mm-hmm. like I, I think of it as like okay now so I'm 31 next week so I think of it as like right 31 what am I going to do yeah, yeah so no, maybe it's slightly more like that, that for me 
What about dry January? I know just nobody had many health and fitness resolutions. So are people doing dry Jan? I am. But only because my boyfriend's doing it. So I, I don't think he'll succeed on his own. So <laughs> like, <laughs> Bit I'm of moral support. Well. Yeah, we don't really drink at home either. So I feel like it'll be quite easy. So maybe. how, I know it's only day mm-hmm. seven, but how has it impacted you so far? Did, like, did, was your weekend different to normal? A little bit because, yeah, I didn't go out as much. But that was more a kind of just, I was saying to Astrid on Friday, I was just looking forward to doing F4 mm-hmm. to be honest. So I did that and yeah, didn't drink. So it's fine. I think later on in the month when it's a couple of friends' birthdays, that'll be when it's kind of trickier. But I did six months with no booze a few years ago. So wow. I kind of feel like now, January, a, a month, I'm like, Nothing. I can I can handle that. Wow, you did six months? Yeah, just just for the Stomach sake of events. it. Yeah, exactly. Did you feel better for it? No, not really. No. This is what everyone said. Like when I did dry January before, like it's obviously nice not having the hangovers here and there, but... Yeah, I didn't lose any weight or kind of yeah. feel any better at the end of it. Although I'm sure there are obviously the, the benefits there. Yeah. But personally, I didn't feel like a new person. I think unless you're someone who like regularly gets like drunk, yeah. like hungover drunk, then what difference would it be? Like I don't, I really don't, or very often. I often have a glass of wine or a gin and tonic, yeah. but it's yeah. rare that I have a hangover yeah. because yeah. I, that I've drank that much. So I'm not really sure I'd, what I would gain from yeah. it. You're meant to sleep better, but I just don't oh, really sleep I sleep better anyway, with a few glasses so, of wine in me. Yeah, <laughs> red wine knocks me out you must have saved quite a bit of money though Mm. yeah me and my boyfriend were working out yesterday so on a bad month for him he calculated he maybe has like 50 pints a month (gasps) which is a lot Mm. but when you kind of break it down it's it's not too hideous but he will say we were working out how many calories are in like the average beer and I think we worked it out it was like eleven and a half thousand calories a month <gasps> so for him that's yeah. over four and a half days worth yeah. of calories a month just went on booze wow. I'm sure if you're a beer drinker you really do see yeah. the difference if you well that's it because he's a, a bloke as well you just mm-hmm. know that he won't drink for a month and he'll probably lose half yeah, a stone so or something whereas <laughs> yeah. I'll look exactly the same <laughs> but it'll be interesting but yeah for me it's more like the money side of things yeah. like, mm. God knows how much that is yeah that's probably a, a similar amount quite a lot basically so yeah that was a good thing that's saving good some cash Ash what about you I've done it before and I do see the benefit of like being a bit more like considered in January well everything from your food to drinking after December is just like a complete kind of shit show yeah. shit show <laughs> But yeah, I've got a few things like a few friends' birthdays coming up, going away at the end of the month. And it's just a bit depressing to like not have a nice glass of wine when you go out for dinner. Yeah. So I'm not drinking in the week, but if I go out for dinner or I'm going to a birthday or something, I'll, mm. I'll have a few drinks. I went to a friend's house on Saturday night and she cooked dinner and no one drank. We all drank water and it just felt like a Tuesday. It was yeah. so, yeah, I came waving that. It was a really nice evening, mm. but like that's a bit sad yeah. on Saturday night, isn't it? And it's not, not like you're like out on the lash, you're like yeah. falling in the gutters. Exactly. <laughs> Like we should have just glass. had a glass of wine. Yeah, just split a bowl between exactly. you. <laughs> um, Lou, Jai Jan? You're no, not a big drinker, No, really. I'm not really a big drinker. I like two, and then I'm on my merry way. But as it's my birthday this month, I really hate it when people do Jai Jan really. Yeah. So I'm like, that's so boring. So yeah, no, yeah, not, not one for me. I'm with you, Astrid. Like, it's definitely better to be considered but anything's an improvement on December, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't want to... I didn't go wild in December, but I was not considered with, with what I was eating. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'll have some more cheese, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll have a glass of wine. Definitely. And yeah, I just don't want to feel like that. And also <laughs> for me, the minute I go cold turkey on something, that's when I crave it. So if, yeah. if yeah. I just say, if I want a glass of wine, I'll have one, yeah. then I don't, exactly. I don't Moderation. crave it. Exactly, moderation. Let's talk about fashion. I don't know about you guys, but I often make fashion New Year's resolutions as well. And I was wondering if 
I'm the only one. Well, I am feeling particularly uninspired always this time of year. Like the sales are still like dragging through. Not enough new season has trickled in to sort of get you excited about the new season. So I just find it very drab. I'm looking forward to clearing out the sales, seeing what the new season has to, has to offer and um, starting again. And what will you be buying for the year? Pretty much the same, same things I always buy. <laughs> um, I've, definitely, I, I've definitely got to an age now where I know my style. I know what I like. I know the brands I like, the colours, the shapes and stuff. And... I can really appreciate when other people are a bit more experimental and you know they switch things up. But for me, it's kind of like my uniform and I quite like that. So yeah, easy then. Heather, what about you? Mine probably goes against what you should be doing as resolutions, but mine is basically to just buy more clothes <laughs> because I just don't really let myself buy clothes very often. And if I do, it's a really like mm, sort of thing. So yeah, I think definitely I haven't got very much in my wardrobe. So yeah, a few extra bits here and there. I Anything think, in particular looking for? Some more shoes because they're the one thing I basically get one pair at a time, wear them till the soles are falling apart <laughs> and then get a new pair. But that's only because for some reason, shoes really hurt my feet. Like any regardless if it's trainers or whatever I always end up with loads of blisters you need so some fit flops basically yeah, yeah I do you need some fit flops yes. yeah you guys have uh, convinced me that they can look good I've convinced everyone yeah. I don't mean that they can look good I mean no, that no, they no. should buy them yeah. <laughs> I don't mean I'm walking out of a fit flop but my god they're comfortable no I, I am super tempted so yeah maybe that's my new year's yeah, resolution that's a good idea but similarly to you uh, with the sales stuff I've been looking but all the stuff I actually want isn't in the sale yeah. and mm. all the stuff that is on the sale just it's been in there a while for yeah. a reason mm. and so. you always have to look at it and like take the price away and be like do i like this or not and then see is it on sale is it not how much is it yeah. and then you'll know whether you really and want often it or the not. delivery is still seven quid so yeah. what you would have mm. saved on it anyway you're then having to yeah. pay so yeah i'm avoiding that obviously i'm lucky that i get to, i kind of know what's in every shop most yeah. of the time <laughs> yeah. but i only let myself buy things that i have previously loved and wanted yes. and not wanted to spend the money on because yeah. otherwise it's mm. just i know i don't want it Astrid. not news resolution so much but buying good basics I'm a bit of a magpie and, you know, I might see like a crazy pink suit and think that I need it. Mm-hmm. But really, how often am I going to wear that? You Whereas... do look great in a pink suit. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I've seen like, you in a pink suit. Yeah, it's, it's worth having a pink suit in your <laughs> It's just like, I really need like a really good black pole neck. Like the one I've got has kind of had its day. So yeah, just being a bit more considered, buying those basics to fill out my wardrobe. And what was your Charlotte? So mine is the perennial buy less on the high street I'm noticing that I'm doing that more mm-hmm. anyway I mean this high street don't get me wrong like has its time its place I think it's so great for so many things but I really notice that every time I do a big wardrobe clear out everything that goes is the cheap stuff and yeah. the stuff that stays is is the classic stuff that I've had to really think about because if I'm spending a lot of money on something it is a considered decision yeah. um, I have naturally realised that I'm starting to do that anyway and just really kind of stopping before I add to basket but yeah just only going to high street when absolutely necessary and otherwise investing well whatever your resolutions are good luck sticking to them We'll keep you posted how we're doing. I think that's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, please do rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.